You're listening to Winging It with Jacob, Spencer, and Andrew. Don't overthink it. Hello, and welcome to Winging It Podcast. My name is Spencer Rockefeller Hayward, a former barista and piece of shit, now turned practical nurse. I'm happily accompanied by Andrew Grace Reed. Uh, he has a PhD in comedy and BSing. Um, each week, you're going to hear some mind-blowing conversation shared by those that are currently present and uh, hopefully gets you talking and thinking too, you know? Thanks for choosing winging it. Thank you. Now, uh, let's jump into your daily dose of unpractical uh, tomfoolery, if you will. Andrew, what's, what's sizzling? Uh, lots to unpack in that intro. First of all, it was absolutely delightful. Um, oh. Uh, second, I have an issue where you said formerly a piece of shit. I would like to <laughs> think that you still and will continue to be a piece of shit. Um, third, I'd like to thank you for the kind words about being uh, having a PhD in comedy. That's quite a, a nice thing to say about a, uh, someone that you respect and look up to so much. So I appreciate those words. Um, and fourth, I think that sums it up. So that was really nice. That was... Uh, oh, yeah, right on. Yeah, sometimes when you... Uh, yeah, sometimes, you know, when the brain just gets flowing, it, uh, it says things that aren't true. And Oh, yeah? Uh, you know, well, you just have to keep going with it. But to respond to your piece of shit comment, I, I was a piece of shit. I was a piece of yeah. shit. Uh-huh. And you know what I like to think? I think that just because you do piece of shit things one day, it doesn't define who you are. As no. long as you're trying to be better today than what you were yesterday, I think that's that's what we should look for in society. So I'm going to take the opposite stance here and just say, <laughs> uh, where do we draw the line at that? Because what is, first of all, a piece of shit is a piece of shit being like, oh, I uh, cut someone off today by accident. It's like, okay, it's, it's not terrible. Or is a piece of shit being like, I murdered 25 people, but I'm trying to be a better person now. You, I, so I think this is part of the whole like thing that I have with like the, my issue I have with religion. It's like, you can't do something oh, yeah, yeah. bad just because you know you're going to be forgiven if you request it. I think if you do something crappy, you're like, oh shit, like I, I, I was a piece of shit. I was a fucking piece of shit. But then like you realize that you reflect on it. And then today you're trying to be less of a piece of shit. I think that's, that's the golden ticket right there. That's what we need. And uh, yeah, you can murder 25 people. I don't, I I don't, I don't want you to, but like you can. Um, But if you realize that like, shit, that was a really bad thing to do. I want to be better Then I think that's, um, that's okay. So I think like the biggest part of it then is just being able to reflect right like some self-reflection mm-hmm. to be like oh yeah you know what i did there was fucked up but i now recognize that which is the first part and then i guess the second part is making sure that you don't do that again in the future because i feel like when when you're like you were saying like that you were a piece of shit like who wasn't because i think when you're younger you just don't have those like tools, you know what I mean? To, to have that kind of um, introspective 
analysis of yourself. You're fucking playing with a fidget, fidget spinner right now. Where did you find that? Why do you have that right now? Uh, I was cleaning out my place. And it's a it's Batman a, one. It's a battering. That's so cool. Do you feel bad that you're like cheating on like Captain America or whatever? Iron guy? <laughs> Iron guy. <laughs> <laughs> Iron boy. Mm. Iron. Um, iron humanoid. No, no, this is... Well, I dropped it. Uh, down she so goes. I, I I feel bad. I feel like a piece of shit, but I'm trying to be better, so maybe tomorrow... Um, do you think that... Be yeah, do you think you'll use this moment to look inside of yourself and, and learn from what you just... Mistakes that you just made in this these past few seconds? Or do you think yeah. that... You'll just kind of forget about it and, and go about your same ways. Yeah, this is pretty minor in terms of like murdering and stuff. So this I'll probably sure. forget. Right. But I like to think that I shouldn't have been spinning my fidget spinner while you were talking. No, I no. I been actively listening. Oh, no, but no. I thought, oh, please. No, yeah. no, no. This is totally just do your own thing, man. Like, okay. you know what I mean? Well, live, live your best fidget spinner life. Definitely. I have a chopstick. I'm going to spin with my fingers then. I'm going to spin a fucking... Hold up, hold up. Right here. Boom. Hold up. What's this? I was going to click a pen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone. I don't think your mic's picking it up. No, nah, that's fine. That's for the best. But I was saying, like, I think it's okay to be a piece of shit when you're younger because nobody knows enough to, like, be able to know not to be. Like, there's just, like, when you're younger, I think... I always think about... There's one person that I went to uh, like elementary and high school with and that dude was just like always a legit like nice person. And I was always I was always like how do you just be like nice? Like I can be nice, but like this person is like naturally like inherently nice. Oh, yes, I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. And like yeah, keep going. I always thought like oh, how this person is just nice. Right? Like but I think they have no internal turmoil. No, 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 exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So as I've gotten older, I've been like, oh, I, I am nice as well, but I've had to like think about it and like actively change to be <laughs> nicer, right? Like I definitely was a piece of shit too, like when I was younger. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Whereas this person yeah. was just like, and I, I always thought, like, I still think about that person to this day. I haven't even talked to them in, in years, but I've always been like, I bet that dude is still probably even nicer now. He's probably an mm -hmm. even nicer person now as an adult than he was in, in high school when, when he was nice then. Yep. I completely hear you. I know of one character exactly how you're describing yeah. it. Down to the T. Probably he's the same person. Probably. And like, I think about him and I'm just like, you are a bundle of joy. Mm -hmm. You would never say anything mean about anyone. Never. Like, you know, the expression wouldn't hurt a fly. This yeah. guy, he would help the fly, like do whatever he needs to do. Like just genuinely nice well, person. This person, not me. This person I played hockey with, and the fact that they weren't even like crazy in hockey in the in the sense of like where you can be like aggressive and like take mm -hmm. penalties. You get like, away with it. He maybe took like one penalty the whole year, every year. Probably apologized after. Pro probably apologized <laughs> after. Probably he was so talented at hockey that like he probably wasn't even responsible for that penalty. It's probably just like the refs missing something and like him getting caught, even though he didn't do yeah. anything. Yeah. So yeah, that I think about true. that. It's like you just don't know. When you're a kid, you don't know. Like, mm -hmm, you either you either true. just are or you're not. 
you're not thinking about, should I be nice? You're thinking about, hmm, I want that toy from Walmart. I hope it's still there next time I go so that I can put it in the cart, you know? Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, But hey, you were saying how you were a piece of shit, but then you, like you just said, you were, you were reflecting on it. So, I mean, I feel like that's what I was saying. That's what we need. We need more Andrews. Well, yeah. Yeah. It's okay that you're a piece of shit. You don't know what you're doing. Like you said, you're mm, a kid. Yeah. I think being able to look into yourself and learn your lessons is huge. Very huge. Because you can just keep on living and just keep on doing and take no responsibility and just think that everyone else is the problem. Mm -hmm. And where's that going to get you? I mean, I guess you could, you live in like, I guess it's like, it's kind of like living in um, like ignorance, right? Because you're not aware that you're doing it, but you're like, why is the world out to get me? But you're the Mm. one that's making the not, I don't know, not that's maybe a bad, well, but like if what you're saying, yeah, there's got to be some level of in- intellect there that kind of realizes that. Well, there's has to, there has to be like a level of ownership to even like at least recognize that, like, you know, whatever is going on, you, pro- you, ha- there's a slight chance that you are an, r- the reason for that, mm-hmm. you know, that it's not just totally it, random and that it happened it to has fall to on you. your mind. Yeah. Mm hmm. But, you know, you learn and you live and sometimes you don't. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. There's, there's lots of people that are like that. And there's lots of people that aren't. So, I mean, people are just different in different ways and, and better than others in different ways. And, you know. I wouldn't say better. I'd say maybe further along in their journey. Uh, but I think it's, uh, it's all about starting a conversation like we're doing. Just kind of getting it out there. And then maybe someone that's never even thought twice about this is maybe thinking, huh. And, uh, you know. Maybe we'll implant a little worm in their head, and that little worm will get to no, work. I'm not here to change. I'm not here to change lives. <laughs> I'm not here uh, to okay. <laughs> not here to preach. But <laughs> where do you think? Like, if you're talking about the journey, though, like, where do you think? What's the end? You know what I mean? What's the end of what's that journey? The end. Yeah. Uh? No, I'm just here for the ride, man. Nah, nah. What's the end of the journey? The ride. Oh, no, it's the like ride's gonna. You got to get off the ride, man. Uh uh-uh. uh, it's like uh, when you're at a party, and there's party the pre-party, ends. which is the no the pre-party. The pre-party okay. never right. has to end. Okay, Cause right? Because everyone you don't make it is to always the regular like, party. <laughs> exactly, because everyone's like, "Let's yeah. go out. We're gonna go to the bar, the club." Me, no, I live for the pre, uh, and I keep it going as long as possible. Yeah. I'm not thinking about the end. No, I'm in the moment. I'm loving it. I love the yeah. pre-party. Just trying to make it so that you don't go to the party. You know, yeah. You're this like, wow, is we're the party. So fun here. This is the yeah. party. We're, we're, why, why do we, we need, leave? Why do we need to leave? Why didn't we just have one party? Why didn't we just we go to that we party? Here. Yeah. Why? Did, why <laughs> do we need to have two parties? Why didn't we just go to that party? I don't understand. Right. I don't understand but, this whole like fucking. You know what I mean? Let just go to that party then. Mm. Mm. Just just but, have that party come things? here. It's one of those things where it's like prom, and then the pre-prom is the best part, but like. You're yeah. only all there for the prom. So right. maybe that's why you right. need the main event, perhaps. But in that case, let's just do a pre-pre-party, a pre-pre-prom, mm. so that you have your pre to go to the pre. Holy smoly. Yeah, I'm dropping some mad bombs today. How many proms did you go to? Did you go to two? I I was lucky enough to go to two. Lucky. Same person I went with. Lucky enough. Mm-hmm. 
Is that considered luck? Um, depends how you look at it. I got to dress up. Okay, um, yeah, that's I see what you mean. Then you got to enjoy the festivities. Yeah, okay, and then Mm -hmm. that is nice. I don't have any photos of me from either prom, which is like really sad because I was a freaking stud. Actually, I wore my hair like this the first prom. (laughs) Really? Yeah, I, I might have a photo or two at my mom's. I'll show you sometime. Um, I have my hair flat today, ladies and gentlemen. Took a shower, put a toque on, and um, just kind of kept flat. Didn't wave it back or anything. Didn't style it. Didn't gel it. Andrew's looking friggin' sharp as ever. It it waves down though, which is kind of cute. You know, like it's kind of it's nice that it's not just straight down because my hair would be straight down. Just oh, one. See, I think I'd prefer that. Mine would just be one line straight down. One line. Whereas oh, yours man. is. Yours has kind of got some direction to it, you know? Yeah, I've got like 14 different cowlicks on my hair right here. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay, though. That's okay. Um, I went yeah, to... Dude, I was going to ask. I was like, I went to two, dude. That, that's my story. I mean, good times. I, I went to two you're... as well. And I realized how underwhelming the proms were from my school when I've talked to other people who, who went to different schools. Mm-hmm. And how like extravagant their proms were. So the first one I went to was in our gymnasium. And it was Casino Royale themed. And I thought, I don't even know or nor am I legal age to gamble. So why is it Casino Royale? I don't know how to gamble. Legally, I can't gamble. Not that that mattered. It was a prom. Mm-hmm. The second one was at this was at the local arena in one of the convention rooms and the theme was underwater. Two for two, banging. Yeah, two for two. (laughs) Whatever that means. That one was way worse in terms of like the aesthetic of it. That one was so much worse. Like the Casino Royale one. Yeah, the Casino Royale one was actually pretty like cool like in terms of uh, what it looked like. Um, But the, uh, the underwater one was just phoned in like that one was terrible like there there was Paint like blue, picture there was blue stream okay so first you need to know the, the, the <laughs> first you need Let's to know <laughs> well first you need to know the venue so the venue is the cornwall civic complex which is an old yes, I'm the, familiar the outside of it looks like a, a some awful concrete building from like the soviet era it's just all gray and when you get inside, it gets worse. It's got these brown, uh, the convention rooms had these brown tiles on the floor. So just brown and then like just like a, you know, white, whitish gray, creamish walls. And then for this underwater theme, you walked in and you walk through the, the blue streamers, I guess, that was supposed to be water. Oh, I'm walking through water. <laughs> and then there's just fish everywhere. And I'm like, it looked like you were at a really bad seafood restaurant, basically. It looked like Ooh. you were at a really, like, re- like really bad, like a really sketchy, like, seafood restaurant was, was the second prom. So, okay. Not, not, uh, and then I, I've talked to people who, who, like, where were your, your proms were like in Ottawa or something cool, right? Yeah. Well, we had our, I have more questions about your prom. I'll get to that. But to answer your question, it was we were at Kempville High School. So our the first one, which was my senior year, 
was in Quebec at oh, okay. the museum. Oh, like right across from Parliament. Yes, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful location. Beautiful. Yeah, venue. I have some pretty good photos. Yeah, um, it's on a river. Yeah, it's a, it's. I mean, it's, it's on a river. Yeah, it's very beautiful, very beautiful. The second one was actually near where my mom lives in Vernon Metcalf area. It was oh. like at a. I don't know if it was like a maple sugar bush. That sounds right. Oh, what really? Um, so that was really low key, and the other one was like pretty high key. But it was inside. Uh, this the. Sugarbush one was inside. It was like all around. It was like a whole like um, settlement, like dedicated to like the sugarbush. But so the prom was, like, was outside. Areas. The prom, I think, the prom was inside. But like you could go around the whole place, take photos. Oh, interesting. Stuff was going on outside, but it was it was inside. So there wasn't even themes for ours. That's what I applaud your high school for. At least oh, there was themes. Well, I mean, because I'm wondering what, at the seafood one, like, what did they serve for food? Did they serve you guys fish? <laughs> like, was it just like so? Like no, I don't clam chowder for appetizer. I don't remember there being food, which doesn't wouldn't surprise me if there wasn't. Like I legit, I don't remember there being food. Like was there like there was like snacks, but I don't think there was like actual food because we would always go and eat first and then go. Oh, were you served dinner? Yeah, we were served dinner. Oh my god, this is what I'm talking about. This is literally what I'm fucking talking about. But these people, these people, I mean, you people with your fancy proms got fancy food and we went to McDonald's in a limo. (laughs) Let's get McDonald's before prom because there's no food there. And then the second time we went to a nice restaurant before, which is nice. But yeah, so this is what I'm talking about. Underwater theme, (laughs) underwater theme, underwater squad, like no, no food, probably some Lay's potato chips. I don't know. Sea salt and vinegar flavored. Yeah, probably sea salt and vinegar. Yeah, sea salt and vinegar. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, underwater. I'm so sorry. Underwater theme, man. Like, so I threw when I was in college slash in uni. Um, we were raising money for a trip to go to Guatemala so that my nursing class could like do our um our pediatric placement. So like our placement to like uh, help sick kids. Right. So, uh, me and a couple buddies, we threw together um, a fund, fund, not fun, but fundraiser. It was a little bit of a fundraiser too. And what we did, it was casino themed. It was like so. At our school, we had like different roulette tables. We had blackjack tables. Um, the student association hired like a company to bring all this in and like have proper dealers. So like everyone at the university college like dressed up really nice. There was like silent auctions going on. Uh, there was nice drinks being served. Like it was a friggin' wow. riot. All right, now tell me how shitty your Casino Royale theme <laughs> prom was. <laughs> well, like I said, I don't know because I didn't know how to play any poker, so I definitely didn't do any of that stuff. Um, oh, but they did have it going on. I think I'm, for I'm high school. Kids? I think so, but I can't remember that pl- that prom. I don't really remember too much. Like that was the first my first prom. I I think mm-hmm. that one. I don't remember the that the best mm-hmm. but um i'm almost i mean why would you have casino royale theme and not have like cards right i'm assuming well, yeah, they that's did what I'm wondering yeah so i'm pretty sure that they did but again i don't really remember that one that well i remember the underwater mm-hmm. one better but that that one i definitely yeah i, I just remember it was casino royale they're like you all have to wear tuxedos i'm like i already bought a suit 
so <laughs> not gonna happen. And then <laughs> that was kind of it. Like maybe there, no, there wasn't. No, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, that was it. So I think there was some stuff on like the stage. Okay, I, I don't know. It's stuff all stuff on the stage. You have to stand up in front of everyone to do this. No, 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 no. Like, like it was in like the cafeteria, but the cafeteria has a has also like the auditorium. And like, I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. there was like, you could go up on the stage and like, there was like games or something up there. I oh, think okay. maybe fun. But again, I do not really recall that one too well. I don't know why. I guess it was just very underwhelming. Uh, definitely was underwhelming. But the post prom or whatever. Mm-hmm. That oh, was the party that. The yeah. Kids prom party was always fun. That was fun. The, the yeah, we, Sorry. We can't talk about prom without talking about the after prom. Exactly. Like people I, I showed up and like there was this girl beating up this other girl. Nice. And so within the Classic first Cornwall. within the first five minutes, the, the OPP. So the OPP were already there because they like it was in like a big field, right? And they're watching drunk drivers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So literally I'm there like five minutes in and I feel like someone bumped me. And I'm like, what? And I turn around and this girl's face is just bleeding everywhere, like falling to the ground right in front of me. And I'm just like, wait, what? And then like all these people are screaming like, get out of the way, get out of the way. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm out of here. And then like I turn around and the cops are like already walking in. <laughs> it was like the awkward <laughs> the scene. That's the thing though, is like those can really get out of hand because they're just selling tickets for like five bucks to get in. So next thing you know, you're like, why is this 30 year old here? Oh yeah, what weird. The, the fuck crashers, is going on? Yeah, you're like you're. I don't know, like about crashing a prom party, you know. So, I mean, if you're a few years older, okay, but like you know, some of these people were like sketchy, right? So it's like they're in their twenties at prom, so kind of concerning. And then, kind of concerning, <laughs> very concerning. Someone was going around at like five in the morning pulling down people's tents oh my god that's so annoying but i caught the motherfucker before they got mine so they fucked what off do you, mean you, you caught them like i heard them outside my tent i got out i'm like don't touch the tent and then they left were, you, like, were you intimidating i just said i caught you red-handed <laughs> get out of here kid and then they were gone get lost get lost kid and they were gone <laughs> I don't, I don't care where you go, but you can't stay here. I don't care where. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I met, I really went to the second prom party mm-hmm. or my second prom. I think I think we just went home, but the first one was fun. The first one, like big old fire and like people fighting, and you know, nice. Oh yeah, I'm, it was good. It was I, good. I'm going to another prom this year, actually. Congratulations, man. Thank you. Thank you. Very excited. Who's your, you're going with a, a date to the prom or? I don't know yet, but I'm going. <laughs> I'm going. You're going to the prom. I'm getting in. You're going to the prom and the, the party after, or you're going to just the party? Uh, prom and the after prom. Wow. Or after I have to prom. make some connections. That's, that was the, the phrase I couldn't think of after prom. <laughs> That's what I was looking for. Uh, the after, af, the, after the prom. The party after prom, the post prom, the post prom. <laughs> Come on, it should be post prom. What are we doing the here? The post promenade, hmm? perhaps, uh, maybe, maybe not, maybe not. But I think uh, I think we need more of that, except like for adults. Like I think I need like a good fun excuse. It's weddings. Uh, 
well, I don't want to. Sp- <laughs> That's a Weddings. lot of money. That is, I guess so. But like, why can't just a group of like, you know, 20 to 100 of your closest friends just get together and just have like a girl rager? Like, what's wrong? I mean, with that? why can't you then? Why don't you can? Oh, I can. I should invite some people over. Have some yeah. Drinks. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been meaning to talk to you about that. I might as well put you on blast publicly. What do you mean? Uh, you love to go to other people's houses. So when are you okay. having everyone to your house? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love going to other people's yep. places, making a mess, yep. making sure and it's leaving known at that I'm eight there. in the morning, gone and before anyone else is gone. even awake. All the leftovers are gone. All the beers been drank. <laughs> Spencer has disappeared. Well, I don't know if you know this, Left to pick I'm up kind the pieces. A, kind of a traveling vagabond, you know? Oh, yes. Quite. Yeah, I'm very, I'm very popular. Like, I could literally be hired for kids' parties. I have been hired for kids' parties, and I've entertained. To do like, what? I, uh, I've dressed up as Spider Man. Where? Kids' parties. Who? What kids? One kid. I didn't. I don't know. It was through a, a schoolmate's f- parent friend. A schoolmate. I don't, that's not what I'm trying to get to here. I, I'm, I'm no, a cool no. guy. I'm trying to get to how you got there. What do you, a, a schoolmate hired like you? Like when I was to, in high school. Okay. Yeah. I was asked to help with one volunteering event. Okay. And remember in high school how you had to do okay. volunteer hours and stuff. Yep. So I said, sure, okay. I'll help out. I assume with like set up and take down, which is usually what I, like I was, this is when I first started working out like grade 11, 12. So like. I was getting a little beefy. I was still really thin twig. And uh, so I assumed that's what it was for. So I get there and then they're holding up this Spider-Man costume, which I still own to this day. You do have that Spider-Man costume. This is the origin story. Wow. This is where I got it. Yeah. They let and, you keep it? Uh, well, they never asked for it back. So. Okay, sure. That's kind of where I thought that was going. Yeah. <laughs> so I kind of, yeah. And um Literally, I think like my ploy is to just not talk because that kind of like breaks the the um, ambiance of the character yeah. exactly. So I, I remain quiet and kind of just uh, you know do some action poses, run around really fast, sure, um, slower as I've grown up. Um, yeah, so that's the origin story of Spider Man. Wow. There's there's a lot surrounding that costume. I, I've done a lot of uh, interesting and fun things with that. Well. Yeah. Interesting and fun things. Mm-hmm. So to answer your question, so I am a fun time if you haven't noticed. So that's why people right. always want me to go to their <clears throat> parties. Right. Now, I I have been known to throw a good party or two. The only issue is I've never really had like a, sp- well, I, I've invited you over to one party, but I've never really had like my own space to like throw my own bash. But if I did, trust me, it would be a good time and people would come and be merry. And wow. jolly. Great. I can't wait to see that put into practice. I uh Yeah. Looked. Well, once I get my tiny home with an acre of land, that's uh no one can really Nah, I'm not know. waiting. Sooner than later. <laughs> Sooner than later. I'm not waiting for that. <laughs> not to say I don't you think know. it'll happen. I'm just saying I'm I don't feel like waiting. Like I feel like I've been deprived enough. Andrew, I'm telling you, like I know all the party do's and don'ts, and I'm I I'm I could throw a really good party, I think. Okay, I agree. Let's go. I'm done waiting. This is what I'm saying. I'm done waiting. Make it happen on the spot. And, uh, you know, I have a lot of money. So there would be a lot of communal booze. Could you also get it catered? 
Uh, I would probably do the majority of the cooking, which I've never really been able to. Are you sure um, you want to do that? Andrew, remember when I had you to my place? Uh, I had you and a couple other friends. We had a fire in the backyard. We had the poutine for drunk food. Yeah, I was not there for whatever you're talking about right now. Yes, you were. You were gobbling down that poutine. Yeah, sounds like uh, a great time Spencer, that I totally can remember Andrew, doing that. Jacob, Jeff. We were at my mom's oh, place. Oh, fuck me. That was so long ago. I do remember that. Okay, that was fun. You're right. I, that's, yeah, that, that was, was really fun. fun. That poutine was, so was good. That poutine was good. Right? That's that what poutine, I'm saying. The pulled pork. And you guys took 35 minutes to cook gravy because nobody knew how to boil water and put gravy in a <laughs> pot. I remember that. That was awesome. I don't, I don't cook with gravy. I don't know. Man. I, don't like we had, I don't like stew. I don't like gravy. We had the big fire. The big fire that my mom's boyfriend was like all upset about. He, was like, he kept for, like, watching the fire. He kept watching yeah. the fire and yelling at in the his fire. Fucking underwear <laughs> yeah. and his goddamn um, <laughs> fucking bathrobe. Yeah. It's like, go to bed. It's like 1 a.m. in the morning. We're having a fire loud. So that's what I'm saying. I've always been restricted with my parties. Okay. Like, you have lived, lived on your own for almost like over, like almost two years <sighs> now, though. So that's excuses starting to uh, wear out. Just so what about know. my other party where I had you, uh, Joel and I were living together in Spencerville, the meat man and I, and I had you guys over and we we're going to play some Yu-Gi-Oh! So I bought Yu-Gi-Oh! packs for you guys to come. Oh, so that was some nice. Up. That was nice. Remember? Yeah. Yo, See, and you I cleaned do. the whole place. You're a good. Second you are really good. Yeah. I, I had the uh, PlayStation on. We had one team computer <laughs> facing another team computer because it was COVID yeah. and there was no, no hockey, hockey playing. So yeah. I set up a game mm -hmm. and it was very entertaining. You orchestrated an entire NHL game for the entertainment <laughs> of your friends, your closest personal friends. You orchestrated yeah. an entire NHL game just for them. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm telling you, this is what I okay. can. I can pull miracles out of my my fart box for you guys. Yeah. People that I care about, I will, I will make miracles happen. It's appreciated. Mm -hmm. So I, I have the potential. It's yes. just I'm always restricted because in Spencerville, it was a really small thing. It was COVID, so we had yeah, like was, you know, four yeah, of true. you over. That's true. At my mom's place, <laughs> I have I mean, a yeah, drunk guy in his underwear yeah. yelling at everyone because the fire is <laughs> yeah. like moderately high. It wasn't, it wasn't even that high. It wasn't even that high. It wasn't. So was nothing. Know, it was also winter, I think, wasn't it? it no, it wasn't it winter. Was, it was summer, I think, going into fall. Maybe fall. I think it was fall. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds right. And yeah. so that's it. You, uh, you gotta, you gotta I'm burn like that sucker down. You gotta let me fly. You gotta yeah. let, me, let me spread my wings and that's fly. That's true. That's true. You know? So uh, I could throw a party or two, but I've just been caged. Let's let, let's set you loose. You know? Oh, let's, give me my tiny home. Let's unlock the, unlock the, the cage and throw away the key. The beast within. Let's unleash the beast. You know, let's get him out. Yeah, I can't wait. Uh, that's why I can't wait to have my own place. Um, like, because you said I've been living on my own for two years. Well, yes, but I've been living with other people. Yeah, COVID's been going on, so you know. Um, Will but, you uh, want to live on your own? Um, that's the good question. Like, you're a very social person. Right. So I how am. do you how do you think you would do with that sort of living alone, I guess? Like I've never lived alone either, so I don't even know. Like it'd be strange, right? Like it's yeah, nice to like have you're, casual you're chats. Kind of living on your own, but kind you have of. your roommate. Yeah. It's like well, you have casual chats and you know. Mm -hmm. 
like you have the option you know that there's someone there exactly exactly like i have taylor and carlos if i need to talk to them i have them there yeah that's what i mean you have ryan huh you have ryan aaron aaron yeah so so how do you think you would do with that i think i'd be okay uh yes very social person uh always have something on the go but that's why i think um I would do well alone because I have yeah, spent many yeah. a time alone. When I was in Toronto, I was alone in a little hotel room and for like months, you know, I was okay there. Yeah, that's true. Kind of just do your thing. Yeah. And it was in a small little uh, area. I, uh, I think, I think it'd be good. I, I'm starting to appreciate more independence as I grow up. This is something actually um, that I love to talk about is just like growing. So like as a kid, I grew up doing like team sports, like baseball, hockey, all this. My dad had me involved in. So like I'm a very team focused person. Um, I like talking to people and friends and having groups of people doing things. But as I've grown up, I've kind of started taking appreciation in the solo things. Like I've started instead of like going to the gym oh, and working okay. out with a buddy, I've yeah. started running on my own. Yeah. Um, less in the past eight months, but I was doing that. I was doing more things on my own. I've taken interests that are like more individually centered. So it's been interesting to see that kind of growth. How, how do you think you fare up? Like, how do you think, um, sorry, the, your lip, your lip chaps distracting me. <laughs> I've lost my flow. <laughs> God damn it. How are you doing that? That's magic. That's magic. Oh yeah. Jesus. Um, Oh, I lost my train of thought. I think like for me, it's always been that like it'll be different when like right now because I don't go into my office, right? And like you also work in a very social kind of job. Like you talk to mm-hmm. like people and like your colleagues all day. Right. Probably. And like so it'd be different when like if I were to go into an office, but like right now I wouldn't want to live on my own. Just because no. it would just be totally isolating and like that you're all right. day at home and like, yeah, okay. If you go hang out with someone, whatever. But I just mean like ov- the overall like vibe of like, you're there all day by yourself. And if you're mm-hmm. not, if you don't have plans that night, then you're there all night by yourself. I mean, yeah, you can go, mm-hmm. you know, if you're just not doing something right. So nice to kind of have that other person or people just kind of there, even if you, maybe you're not really going to talk to them. You know, it's just it's like nice to have the option. It's nice to have the option. So like, yes, yeah, I've never lived on my own. I've never like mm-hmm. ever. So I couldn't even, I don't know. It'd be really interesting. Like, I think like, I don't know. I guess it wouldn't be, I honestly don't think it would be that bad. Like you have a social life, you have work, like you probably don't end up having that much time to really think about it. Right. So yeah, I really don't think you know, it would be that bad point. at the end of the day. Uh, during COVID, uh, a lot of people, for instance, uh, realized that working from home, staying home, not going anywhere, lack of social interactions, uh, affected them deeply. Um, you are just a master of <laughs> <laughs> throwing me off, man. <laughs> master of disguise. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You're a totally different person with your hair down. Andrew, let your hair down. Let my hair down. Let me run my fingers through it. You don't have to worry now. Hey, uh, listeners, I've let my hair down. 
No, let your hair down. You, you look like you are not Russian, but maybe Slovakian. Sure, I'm not really sure what that. Oh yeah, I guess like middle. Uh, I was gonna say Middle Eastern, but Middle European or Eastern European. <laughs> there we go, Eastern European. Yeah, middle Eastern. I mean, Middle have... Eastern European. There we go. You can grow the facial hair, but mm-hmm. <laughs> the top half of your head. Um, during COVID, people were a bit more isolated, and it was because through this whole time I've had discord where I can play games online and like all my friends are on cause everyone's staying at home. So I had yeah. my social interactions there. I lived with Joel Meatman, and I went to, I was still going to work. I was working as a PSW slash nurse. Like I was actively talking to people, yeah. whether it be coworkers or um, residents. So like I was totally okay. I was not affected by it, but so I guess I haven't truly been like, not not saying that everyone needs to be isolated, but I don't think I've properly been tested to see how I would do alone. So well, what was what your experience you, like during COVID? Okay, well, so I think we all got, I wouldn't say lucky necessarily, but like I lived with somebody, right? You did, yeah. So that was someone I could interact with. And then you mm-hmm. boneheads were on Discord every waking minute of the day every and minute. night. So mm-hmm. I had that like, as much as I miss seeing you guys in person, in a way, I didn't really miss you because we did end up talking like every single day, right? Yeah, and like, I visited once or twice. Yeah, and so mm-hmm. I lived with somebody, and so I got to interact with them constantly. And then there was you guys who were always online. So in a way, like really, the only thing that changed was that I didn't have to go to work anymore. And it's not really like I wanted to interact with those people anyway, so I didn't really care about that. But. There was something I was going to ask, but now I can't remember. Oh, but when you lived in a hotel room for three months, like, I don't think I could have done that. No, no, I don't think I like you did go and do stuff. Right. But like, I still don't think that like, I still don't think I could have even like doing stuff like just that environment itself. I don't think I could have like done. Like if I lived in an Airbnb, obviously like, you know, well, like you're living in a hotel room, right? Like it's darker. Mm -hmm. It's. It's weird. It's like a one, it's fake. two room max. Like you're only supposed to be yeah. there for a little bit, and then you were there for three months, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. It, it was it was different. Um, uh, I was actually I went for a walk today with uh, Taylor, my roommate. We actually talked about this because yeah. I talked about how I know I bring it up a lot, but it's this is something I'm actively pursuing. Uh, my tiny home. I want a small little environment because I can do that. I right. like that. I want that. And I was saying to her like, hey. <laughs> come on my mortgage with me because I need another person. <laughs> and she had no interest because she likes the home environment. She likes that there's multiple different rooms. She doesn't want you hearing her pee through walls. Uh, Taylor yeah. Aiken does not want anyone else to hear her pee through, <laughs> through the walls, people that are listening. Uh, so I, it's hard for me to understand her perspective. Like I, I get it, but I just, I, I get it as she says it, but like, I can't feel that. So it's hard for me to understand that. So uh, you might be the same way. You might need um, like the space. And, yeah. Because it's, again, it's mm-hmm. nice to have space. It's nice to be able to go to the kitchen or go to anywhere that's not just one room. Right. That's right. Like, and I think that might be part of my whole thing where like I'm social and I'm always going somewhere. So like when I am stationary and stagnant, I'm fine with my little setup because right, I'm right. just always on the go. So maybe that's different in the sense that like, like my get the amount I pay for gas is a lot. Like I drive a lot. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking maybe that's where I different. I, I I would say I'm an outlier. I would say I'm a little 
uh, I'm not like the other guys. <laughs> you would say, but I would say that like you're so good and like okay with like being social that it's okay if you are alone for a second or two to have your own time and thoughts. And it doesn't matter if that time and those thoughts are in a little room or in, you know, a, a four bedroom house. It's more about just like, okay, it's my time. I don't care where I am. I can do whatever I want, wherever I am. So it doesn't matter. Um, Whereas like, so something, I yeah. think for me, just like the environment plays into those thoughts for me. So it's like, I need a better okay. environment to have a better vibe, like to feel better, like to be in a better oh, mind space. Like yeah. I don't want to be in you know, a little, okay. you know, so. I totally fall. Yeah, yeah. I just had the uh, Eureka moment. Yeah. You just but explained like, that very well. Those tiny homes that. are also fucking brilliant though. Like, but not to yeah. say that I need to be in a big in a big environment mm-hmm. to have those. But like when you were showing me those pictures, they're full of windows, they're full of light, they're modern mm-hmm. inside. You know, you're not in a in, in an apartment that was a motel in Spencerville. You're in mm-hmm. uh, you know some of these tiny homes. They're nicer than real homes. So yeah, like those environments, literally, you know, despite the size of them, aesthetically. They are beautiful. They're brilliant. Like they're all very nice, right? Like they're not going to make a shitty tiny home. Like there are no, shitty houses in real life. They're not going to make a mm-hmm. shitty tiny home. They're all really nice homes. And they're just I could small. get into the tiny and who homes cares? so much more. Yeah. Uh, but part of it is also like I've really had an appreciation for the outdoors in the past few months. Oh, and okay. Like you said, having so many windows and like ideally this little house is on a plot of land. It's not really that tiny of a space. Yes, sure. It's a tiny house that you're living in, but you have all of outside to interact with. Like you could have a deck and like that just mm. extends your home. Yeah. Like there's there's plenty of areas to go. It's not like you're confined to like a little room. Like there's so much more to that. And um of course it is an attractive concept, which means I'm sure, you know, you uh, you sheep will come herding over here to come check it out. Uh, but no, seriously, it's uh, it's if you'll cool. have us. Uh, well, I'll have to have you over for my party. Well, you can't have a very big party in your tiny home, can you? It's it's not about being inside; it's just being about together in the area, the general area. Sure. Uh, I I don't want to talk too much more on this episode about my tiny oh, home. Oh, okay. Um, Are you saving it for a different episode? There's, there's so much more to get into. So much more. I like what you were saying though, like when you're talking about like being outdoors and stuff, I agree mm-hmm. because when in the summer when I went through something that was really fucking hard, removing myself from my house and just sitting in the backyard or going for a walk or even a drive. You you went on bike rides too. Bike rides. Significantly different feeling than like mm-hmm. and like that was one of those that would be somewhere where it's like, it doesn't matter how beautiful your house is or your environment. That's, you exactly. just want to get out of it. So you could exactly. go outside, and get fresh air. There's, there's a beautiful day. The birds are chirping. There's a nice breeze. There's all these other people that you get to see living their lives that aren't going through what you're going through. And you're just like, that's kind of cool to see. Like you remove yourself and you see that there's a whole other world where that stuff doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's the big, beautiful world out there. Yeah. Like, the world's still revolving. The world's still spinning despite what you're going through. And so you see that, you see like just life and you see like, you know, things going on and you're like, that's almost reassuring 
that it's, it's beautiful. like things keep going, things continue, things don't change. Like that stuff will mm-hmm. always exist, whether it's just like a fucking squirrel eating a nut or, you know, <laughs> you know, people walking down the street. Like it's almost reassuring to be like, that's a whole other world. Like my world isn't it's the true. only thing that is here. It's not the only thing that matters. It's not the only thing that exists. You were also near Ferguson Forest, which is a beautiful trail. It's got lots going on around it. Yes. Like I, I can really understand that, like how awesome and fun that would be to just immerse yourself in that. Like um, when I was in Cornwall, I would go on the bike path by the water, and it right, was right. lovely. Yeah, lovely. This is when I first started like uh, running. It yeah, was yeah, you were running awesome. on that path, right? And and you know what? I was very overweight. Um, like for my own standards and running was hard. I had shin splints. I was just recovering from them and I was getting back on the path. And it was awesome because when I was in a beautiful environment like that, I was distracted from my pain and maybe can like relate to this and a smidge because when I moved back to my mom's place for that summer, I was running the straight, narrow, boring country boring, roads yeah. with cornfields, yeah. and I suffered doing the same runs. I'm like, am I, is the air heavier out here, like or thinner rather? Like, I can't. I'm not as good at this. I feel the pain more. Like, yeah. um, it just having being stimulated by the environment around you was just like it really does wonders. Environment's huge. Like, I always think about, oh, I just want to live in the country, in a house away from everybody. And then as much as I want to do that, I think, oh, I want to live on like a nice neighborhood where it's busy and there's people out and about all the time and you can hear the neighbors and see cars and see life. Mm -hmm. And I'm always torn between those two things because like then one of those neighbors pisses me off and I'm like, I want to live in the country where I don't see anybody. (laughs) And then you're like, oh, it's kind of boring and it's almost too quiet out here. So I want to live in the city where it's kind of got stuff going on and you just know there's people existing and doing other things. Perhaps you should take uh, a page out of your parents' book and get like a cottage oh, yeah, or an yeah. RV camper where you can have that option right. to like let's See? say take a Friday a off really and point. then go for a three day weekend. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I I, th- I think I'm starting to understand why our parents did that. It was just to get away from the city. Yeah, you know, get out to the country, appreciate a bit more. Like, um, yeah, I'm totally with you there. Totally with you there. I'm a little torn, and. Uh, at this stage, whatever works, just going to make some money, do my thing. And then um, in a couple of years, maybe when we have it figured out, do something that's a little bit more concrete of a plan and living pl- situation and then go from there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, it. That's that, cool. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I don't know, you know, good to know what's going to go on, but you guys, you got to think about that first. And I, and my whole my whole shit was thrown into a blender. You know what I mean? Like I thought I had everything planned out step by step. And then that all was thrown in a blender. And now I'm just like, I don't know, maybe I don't need to worry about stuff too far in advance anymore. And it's kind of like, it's nice, but it's obviously scary because that's, I like to be, I like to plan things. And then it's like, well, some things you just can't plan. So just start to accept that. Mm. But yeah, I like, I don't know, you're kind of getting me on this tiny home idea a little more and more too now. <laughs> you kind of um, get me on this one a little bit. <laughs> I, I know we're not supposed to say let's not, but I really do, like I would love to talk about this, but 
the thing is I don't want to squeeze it into like, oh, you know, okay. the last half. Like I want to like get into it because there's it. so much. And the other thing is it's, it's exciting to talk about. Yeah. And that just brings out a whole other side of me. Like uh, this rest of this conversation we've had has been delightful and fun, but this is something that like I'm hot and horny for right now. Like it's on my mind every waking minute and um, you will see that passion come out. Uh, I highly recommend it. I mean, there. Have you seen any of these kind of films in person? Uh, Not in person, but I have like, you know, the the chip trucks that there are in Kempville. There's one on 43. Yeah, they're like basically big, like fucking uh, tractor trailer type things. Exactly. They're not like they're not on wheels. They're literally just this little hut just smacked down. Yeah. And. Like I actually plan on going talk to them one day, maybe or thing, and just saying, do you mind if I just like take a quick peek in, asking like the owner or the manager, or, like whoever, if I can just get some information on like how does it, how do you find it? Because like the other thing is these tiny homes are more like European, they're more like American. Oh, okay, Canada has a bit harsher winters, right? And that's something to take into account. But I have looked into it, and it is it is feasible, and um, you are able to fully functionally live in this little thing so um so those are the equivalents that i've seen no i haven't seen one in real life but i've seen people that are in these little huts and they are like cooking you know in really hot temperatures because they got food constantly cooking so it's uh i've essentially seen one yeah i was gonna ask are those chip stands those chip trucks open year-round or are they seasonal I'm pretty sure they're open right now. Yeah. Um, honestly, I don't. I don't go to chip trucks. I know I'm going to sound no. like a little fucking pretentious uh, dick, but I like I just don't go to them. So like we don't know if they'd be open in like February. Yeah, I I, I wouldn't know. Um, I don't. I, I imagine everyone has an internet or sorry, an internet web page, a web page online. Sorry. <laughs> so I could probably I don't know look them up on Facebook or eh, I don't care enough. You know? I was just wondering. Because, like, it oh, makes okay. sense. Like, it can be really hot in there, right? Like, literally, that's... Mm. Um, maybe, I don't know. But how hot is it when it's minus 35? Right? I would still say pretty warm in there. I mean, summers must be just unbearable for people in there, like, constantly sweating. And you have a lot of people, so the carbon dioxide, the heat from the... Ooh, Not yeah. a lot of space to move around, either. Well, that's the thing. They're tiny. But if you only have one person living there, ergo, moi... Ergo, Monsieur, Monsieur, Edward, you can make it happen. You know. Well, I, I truly hope that you are able to make it happen because I would just well, love you. to go to a party that you're having. So, wouldn't really care if you where you live, just as long as you have the party. I I do want to say um, that you have been lovely in. I know this is an interview, but you've just been very engaging and like kind of stepping in and asking me things that uh, are very good questions that just dig further and get more information out. So that's you've been very good today. I've I, I'm always pissed off because I always want to talk about you because I think you're a very interesting person. Uh, you have a fucking PhD in comedy, dude. Like you're <laughs> pretty interesting, but I, I always get entranced in the questions you ask me and then I just fucking forget. I love so this is to speak on that then because I used to write articles where I'd interview people and like for a long time I always thought to myself I'm like and it's still kind of true I'm like I'm kind of more of an introvert a little more shy but then I would go into those scenarios where it's kind of pre-planned right like this person Mm -hmm. knows they're going to be interviewed 
don't really need to make as many kind of pleasantries or as much of a kind of an icebreaker. You just kind of start chatting. And then from there, the conversation starts to flow with questions and, and comments. And I always loved that I was able to do that because I was like, oh, I can just like talk to this person. I can get them to kind of, you know, they get where they want to go and I got them there. And it's kind of mm-hmm. nice. And I'm like, this was always a different kind of thing that I never knew that I would do or that I could do, I guess. And it's like, oh, that was always, mm-hmm. like, I always look back on that. That's one of the most funnest times that I've had, like working was like writing and interviewing those people because it's like, oh, you're just, you're also like in their environment, right? Like I was always at their place of business or whatever. So like they're already mm-hmm. comfortable enough with that. And like, they're just excited and passionate to talk about what they are passionate about. Totally. So oh, yeah, I completely get that. Yeah. So it's just easy to get them going on that and then just let them keep on flowing and like showing that you're interested in reinforcing your interest in hearing them mm-hmm. makes them want to continue to 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 do that, which is fun, which is nice to see like people be like that. Yeah, excited and passionate about what they're talking about. Yeah. You say you say it's easy, but I would challenge you on that and say if you had like me go and ask and interview people things, which I never even knew you did. I I'm I have so many questions about that. I would literally be looking at my notepad like, what year were you born? No, no, no. easy for me, <laughs> not easy for yeah, you. Yeah, yes. Sorry, you said easy. I just wanted to confirm. Easy for because you. Yeah, I'm a, because you, you have because a, it's natural. I'm a good listener. And I think when you're a good listener, people can see that what you're listening, they can see that you're actively listening. You're engaged, even if you're not saying as much. So they know that they have the floor to continue. Like, they, they don't want to pause and go, am I, is that too much? Am I bothered? Like, you know what I mean? Am I, is that, is that annoying? Like you're showing that you're actively like active listening mm-hmm. is so stupidly important. It continue, like it, it, it just lets people like feel more confident when they're speaking and feel more comfortable and open and, 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 you know, and, and just, you know, like I, I've definitely spoken to people where I'm like, uh, am I, is this person even like, uh, they don't even care. They don't even give a fuck. Like we've all had those conversations with people, right? Yeah, Where it's just have. like they 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 don't give a fuck. So yeah. when you're in that kind of when you're literally doing a job where you have to listen and take notes and then ask, you know, further questions, like act like active listening is the most important thing. And like I definitely learned it from that because it's like you want this person to be listening and you or you mm-hmm. want to be listening, you want this person to continue so that you have something to listen to. <laughs> you don't want those. <laughs> Like, I don't think I ever had one, like, awkward interview or, or encounter or anything. Like, they've all... I believe it. They were always just kind of... Again, if these people are talking about what they know, so they're going to have endless, an endless amount of information to talk about. So there's never really going to be those, like, awkward pauses or, is that enough? Do you need more? Like, you definitely sometimes need to, like, warm them up. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. But once they're flowing, like, that, they're flowing. They're just, just flowing. They start the flow. I like that. I like that. Um, I, I was just about to say, I think you should uh, you should try and tap into that. And then I just actually doing a podcast. And that's probably pretty uh, handy to keep uh, to keep up on those skills and, you know, to not lose touch with that. And if you ever want to pursue it further, I you can use me as a reference. I mean, yeah, as a reference. Yeah, um, I've I've talked with you for one hour straight for like at least twenty five recorded sessions. I have proof of it; it's documented. 
and the guy can uh, the guy can get information out of you. He can chat you. Up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's You'd why be a great interrogator. I think that's why I don't get nervous on first dates. Like, you know, people get nervous, like going on mm -hmm. dates and stuff. Like, obviously there's the nerves of like meeting someone and like trying to be some, like figure something out. But like, I'm never nervous about like those interactions. Cause I'm like, oh, it's just talking. I talk all the time with all kinds of people. Why is this going to be any different? You know, yeah, like, just I'm, talking, just talk, ask questions, get to know somebody. It's literally not hard. Like yeah. I get be it. Genuine about it. I get that people do get nervous maybe and stuff like that and that's fine but i just mean like i think that's something why i don't get nervous is i'm like i've met strangers before and asked them tons of questions and built relationships with them and stuff like that mm. so it's like eh, that doesn't make me nervous during those situations yeah i i think that's a pretty interesting superpower being really good at first dates because well, it I only say, gets you so far i don't know about really good but i say not nervous <laughs> Oh no. Nah, I heard what I wanted to hear okay. and I'm taking that information presenting yeah, it as my own now. I'll take it then. I'll take it as you saying I'm really good at them. <laughs> yeah, we should go on a date. I've actually been saying that for a long time. You and I should go on a date on podcast and we can just ask each other um or just do what we do on a regular date. And I can see you in action. How am I supposed to make out with you though? Do you make out on the first date? No. In, in the first hour? In of the meeting? first ten minutes. <laughs> Yo, this guy pulls. Like this, this guy, guy knows what This guy doing. gets he says, "Hey, I mean, we're going to do it eventually. Should we just get it out of the way?" And that just breaks the ice. As Michael Myers in Austin Power says, "Shall we shag now or shag later?" Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> just get it out of the way. You know it's coming within the first 5-10 minutes. You know if it's going to happen or not. Just do it. Yeah. That Andrew face just like, eyes closed, head tilted to the left, just <laughs> the other person's just get, like i gotta go i'm give calling Papa 911 now kith now kith <laughs> that would probably get him they'd like that seriously let's have a date yeah i, I want to see all those moves. i'll kiss you through the phone through the Aww. camera kiss me through the phone kiss me on my bone ah man you earned it did I though? We know it's going to happen eventually. It. <laughs> it's going to happen eventually. Let's just get out of the way. This kith, guy says, "Kiss me on my bone." Oh my! Oh my goodness! Let's let it happen. <laughs> okay, let's 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 stop that. Let it happen. <laughs> let's uh, let's cut up. Let's cut you off while we well before you get moving. That's no. yeah. Sometimes it's best to just yeah. That's a good idea. Well, how did did you have fun today? Did you have fun? Was that a good one? Yeah, my face is pretty red. Um, so my brain's been stimulated. My face—it's full of blood. I've been laughing, having a good time, making me think today. Um, Probably your been, blood pressure is going because you just had a Coke. It was a Coke Zero. I just want people to know it's Coke Zero. Mm, same difference. No, because I'm I'm off the booze, so I gotta I gotta find a supplement and the cold carbonated beverage is really nice i actually have a nestle pure life sparkling water oh right i didn't even know they made those what yeah yeah so i've been having a good time just sipping on my sodi pops here zero cals yo i just ordered bubbly on amazon and i didn't even know you could order it on amazon and i'm so pumped because it was like three dollars cheaper than in the store you can order anything off it's fucking you can but not everything is good 
I don't think it's going to come by 10 p.m. It says it's not out for delivery yet, and it's, it's 5 o'clock. That's upsetting. I guess I'll just so, have to drink seltzers instead. I was gonna, yeah, I was gonna say. I'm sure you have other alternatives. That's sparkling uh, water. Other than being denied your sparkling water tonight, how are you feeling, my good man? Uh, that was fun. That was good. Uh, informative. Uh, can't wait to dig into tiny homes a little more. Um, get yeah, to know, that's a whole other episode on its own. Get to know the tiny home vibes. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was an enjoyable endeavor that we uh, embarked on uh, this this afternoon. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. We should do it again next week. Do you want to carry us out? Yeah, uh, let's do it. I have something prepared in my noggin, and it goes a little something like this. You came along for a talk with Andrew and Spencer. Jacob's not here this time this week. Maybe next week it'll be better. Thanks for coming, coming along, having a conversation without a mom's. See you next week and thank me later to have a conversation with Andrew and Spencer. <laughs>